Man, they done dropped the final trailer for Baba Yaga, a.k.a. John Wick. Chapter 4, actually, man. This series has been rocking and rolling for quite some time, man. And for all the right reasons, because let, let me just say this about the three John Wick movies we've gotten so far. These movies are some of the best action movies I've ever seen. Some of the best fight choreography and gun ballet choreography I've ever seen. Some of the best casting for an action movie that I've ever seen. And um, listen, there's a, there's a, there's maybe two reasons why I can't really classify this as my favorite action franchise of all time. Now, everybody that knows well enough, y'all know that Honor goes to the Fast and Furious franchise. But um, I feel like in a lot of ways, this is, you know, much like Mission Impossible and what they've been doing with that series. I can't really say this is my favorite action franchise of all time. It's one of them for sure. Don't get me wrong. But I can't say it's my favorite because, for one, there's only three movies so far. There's about to be four. I feel like at that point, you've got to reach like five or six to become one of my favorite franchises of all time. But, um, you know, there's only three movies about to be four. That's one thing. And two is the is the fact that this the, the fight choreography, the weapons choreography is such a cheat code because this is the way that this is filmed. You know whether it's a a, a tracking shot, whether the, the the scenes are just cut together so well, whether um you know one of the things I I love about this series is the is that the action sequences. Especially the hand-to-hand combat sequences, these these gun stunts and these fist fights, they are filmed in a way where it does not seem sped up. You know, this feels like it's in real time. This feels like it grabs you and pulls you in enough to where you are in the fight sequences with these people. Because while, you know, if anybody's ever been in a fight before, you know, sometimes it goes really fast, but sometimes time does slow down. I don't know what type of equilibrium matrix type of shit goes on when you're rumbling. But that it, it, it's very realistic, man. It's done in such a wild, realistic way. And one of the things I, I absolutely love about this franchise um, is the fact that John Wick is not a superhero. You know, in our eyes, he he's a he's a superhero. He's like this larger than life action star that we've come to know and love and that we root for to make it through these movies. But I feel like uh, I, like these movies would not work if John Wick did not get his ass kicked the way he did. Like he rolls over cars. He gets, you know, uh, he gets hit by gunfire. He gets his ass beat by these by these henchmen, man. He gets into final fights with these villains. And, you know, John Wick, you know, in that last movie, if I'm not mistaken, he falls off a fucking, you know, they fuck him up and he falls off the roof and he hits a couple awnings and then he hits a dumpster and then he falls into the alleyway. And I, I believe that's what happens at the last one. I haven't went back and watched these movies in, in a while, but I do think I know part three was the one with Holly Berry. And I think um, who the fuck's that dude that, that that plays for the NBA that got killed with a book because, um, you know, reading is fundamental in every way. John Wick killed that son of a bitch with a book. If John Wick ain't the most articulate and, and intelligent murderer you've ever seen, he killed somebody with a pencil and a book in the library fight sequence like this dude He'll kill you with anything. John Wick is pretty much like the Jason Voorhees of of action stars as we know it. Um, but nonetheless, man, I, like I don't know which ones are my which one is my favorite because, like I said, I haven't watched these movies in a while. I've seen all of these movies at least two or three times, 
and I don't know which one I've seen the most, but I definitely enjoyed the first one. I remember going to the theater to see part two, and I was really fucking impressed with how intimidating Common was in the second one as, as the villain. I can't remember his name, but if there's one thing Common's good at, while he's not my favorite rapper turned actor, I feel like he's getting up there as far as his acting chops go. And if there's one thing Common's good at, it's playing an intimidating, badass assassin. We saw him do that in Smoking Aces. I just recently watched Run All Night last night, and he was just fucking Terminator in that one. He's intimidating as Barnes, you know, the Resistance member Barnes in Terminator Salvation, but he doesn't get a lot to do. And he's great in John Wick as the villain. Um, You, you definitely don't want to be in, a, in on the same side of the street as uh, Common in that movie. And, um, you know, the third one, Holly Berry had those dogs, and she did the damn thing. Those, that dog sequence where she's sicking those two dogs on everybody, that's one of the best action sequences I've ever seen in my life. Uh, th my biggest gripe with part three is the fact that... Um, uh, Mark DeCoscos, who's one of the most underrated martial artists of all time, he didn't really get a lot to do as Zero. And I, I guess it's because there was a bigger story at stake than just Zero, you know, and John Wick going head to head in a movie. But I do feel like he should have gotten way more to do in that movie because Mark DeCoscos, man, that's that's fucking Mr. Banana way, man. Only the strong for, you know, all you you know, fact checkers out there. The movie is called Only the Strong, but they were always doing their capoeira to Banana way. And, um, if you've never seen that movie, uh, while we're on the topic of action movies, fighting movies, I definitely recommend y'all check out Only the Strong. It's, it's a little cheesy, but it's definitely, it's like Dangerous Minds if Mark DeCoscos was teaching these kids how to whoop ass. But nonetheless, man, John Wick Chapter 4, we got the final trailer today, and um, really quickly before we get into this trailer reaction, let's, let's look at this cast uh, that we got here, man, because we got some new cast members. We got some old cast members coming back, but we got some new ones that I'm... I'm excited to see, man, and, um, you know, we got director Chad Stahelski, Stahelski, I think is the name, and I'm pretty sure he had something to do with, let's, let's just check it just to be sure, did he have something to do with the other John Wick movies, is this the same director, um, Let's see, second unit, assistant director on Captain America Civil War. He handled the stunts on Matrix Reloaded, director of the first John Wick, and um, he's behind the Matrix Resurrections. I don't know about y'all, but I enjoyed the Matrix Resurrections a whole lot. Um, y'all can check my commentary out for that if y'all want. But, you know, obviously this guy has a, a knack for working with Keanu Reeves, and I don't blame him, man, because um, I'm not saying Keanu Reeves went anywhere, but I feel like as far as being um uh, uh action guy john wick was his reintroduction back into that type of genre um and it, rightfully so man but we got keanu reeves obviously coming back as you know our titular character here we got bill fucking Skarsgård playing in this movie man mr pennywise himself aka eric draven because for the uninitiated they just wrapped filming the crow reboot in Prague, and i don't know when we'll get a trailer but i do know that um, Bill Skarsgård is our Eric Draven, man, and we are definitely getting a Crow reboot. Now, unless the, the print, all the prints of the movie just catch fire, then that really means it's a curse set in Brandon Lee's spirit. Rest in peace, shout out to him. He does not want that movie to be made. But it's, I'm, I'm interested to see what Bill Skarsgård is going to do here. I think he's a really fine actor, man. He's, he's becoming a bit of a chameleon, honestly, and I think a lot of that plays into what he did with the Pennywise character. We got Donnie Yen in here, and for the life of me, 
If you motherfuckers put Donnie Yen in another American film and waste him, I'm going to be very pissed off. Because I feel like Donnie Yen, and I know it's it's not the right comparison to make as far as action movies go, but Donnie Yen was in Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. They didn't really give him a lot to do, man. And I hate when they do that. They do that shit with Donnie Yen in American movies. They do that shit with Tony Ja in American movies. Please give Donnie Yen something to do in this film. That's all I'm asking. Lawrence Fishburne is back in this movie. As Bowery King, you've got Hiro, Hiroyuki Sonata, who is Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat reboot, or the recent Mortal Kombat reboot. He's in here, which I think is fantastic casting. Lance Reddick is back in this, rightfully so, and anything to get him the fuck away from that shitty Blade cosplay that he did in that Resident Evil Netflix series is a win for me. Keep him the fuck away from shit like that. Lance Reddick, listen, I like you, brother. I do, and I'm rooting for you, but but don't, don't ever do that again. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen in a resident evil property and that property is not very notable to begin with as far as the live action adaptations that shit's terrible when they put him in that wesker cosplay i hated it you got scott atkins in here who plays a character named killer and scott atkins is he's in a fat suit in this movie uh, oddly enough I, I don't know ian mcshane comes back rightfully so clancy brown is some new casting that we got here and clancy brown listen anytime i, I hear clancy brown or think of clancy brown horror fans y'all know where i'm going with this y'all may or may not but um i feel like some people got it right away i automatically think of clancy brown when he played gus in pet cemetery 2 where he's like drew buddy i lost my keys he's one of the greatest most underrated uh horror movie villains of all time man so it's great that he's in here i don't remember if we saw a lot of these characters in the last trailer but being as though we're almost 10 minutes into this trailer i'm gonna stop talking my shit and we're going to get into this shout out to rotten tomatoes trailers they dropped this four hours ago this is a pretty short final trailer man this is a minute and 40 seconds long but nonetheless people baba yaga is calling let's get into this final trailer reaction for john wick chapter four i'll hit the play button in three two one this hit goes out to you mr wick oh my like come on man you got yourself what we do we doing this way too much Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, there go Clancy Brown right there. Mmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just fighting in the club like anybody there partying? Your poor trachea. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Donnie Yen. Are those incendiary shells? We got horses. Horses are back in the building. Let's get it. Damn. The dogs is back. Let's go. Listen, man, let me tell y'all something right now, man. I, listen, the, the people, the, the, whew, I'm, I'm trying to get my words out, man. Um, this is a trailer that really only needed to be a minute and 40 seconds long. I feel like I'm spoiled with being fresh off the heels of a trailer like for like a trailer for Fast 10. 
that's almost four minutes long and gives you a lot, but still leaves a, a lot to the imagination. Um, this is straight to the fucking point, man. We know what to expect when we go into a John Wick movie. And honestly, John Wick is one of those franchises where if the story is not as good as I want it to be, I'm still going to have a good fucking time. Um, this movie is very simplistic, regardless of the, you know, the Continental and the ties people have to one another and pretty much everybody in this universe being a, a fucking hitman. Like we saw that. I don't remember if it was at the end of the second movie or if it was at the end of the third movie. I think I want to say it was the second where even the homeless guy on the street is looking at his watch and he's like, you know, tick tock, Mr. Wick. And you realize that when they put the bounty on this motherfucker's head everybody wants a piece of the pie and everybody in this universe that they created is an assassin for the most part um I, like listen the movie the first movie sets all this shit up john wick is a retired badass he ain't about that life no more so the motherfucker that was you know one of the one of the one of the mercenaries and the predator you know they kill his dog they whoop his ass so now he's just lost his confidence his wife and his dog, and he's coming for that ass, and in the process of doing that, you know, he burns some bridges, and he, he, he forms some alliances, but he pisses more people off, <coughs> excuse me, and that spawns the sequels for the most part, I'm cool with that, whatever storylines and backstories or characters they try to tie together, all that shit's a bonus, man, I am here to, for the most part, turn my brain off and see some of the, the, the most well choreographed action sequences I've ever seen in my life. This shit looks like it's 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 up in the stakes, but it looks like it's still in tune with what I love about John Wick in the first place, man. And I, like when I shouted your poor trachea, he's shooting that dude in the throat. Like he, he turns his Adam's apple in the in the apple sauce. And he just won't stop shooting him in the throat. There's a guy that gets hit by a fucking car. And as he's flipping in the air, making his way down to the concrete. I don't remember if it was cobblestone or not. But nonetheless, while he's on his way down to the ground, John Wick is shooting this motherfucker while he's making his way to the ground, making sure he's dead. That's the one thing about John Wick. If he don't do nothing in these movies, this motherfucker's going to double tap. Maybe triple quadruple tap. You can't triple stamp a double stamp, but he's going to do it and make sure your ass is on the first thing smoking to Christ or the ladder. And I listen, man, <clears throat> I can't wait. I can't wait, man. I, I feel the same way I feel about every John Wick movie when the trailer drops or when we get news that is coming out. I can't wait to see it, man. I can't wait to see not even this isn't even mindless action. This is just well thought out, well put together action sequences, man. There isn't an action movie that has choreography that really tops this. And if I can make a bold comparison, the only type of fight choreography I've ever seen that's up to par with shit like this are like kind of like those Bollywood films, man. Uh, and, you know, the films that we see with, uh, you know, the other films we see with Donnie Yen or maybe the other films we see with Tony Ja and, you know, like stuff like uh, movies. What's the movie with Joe Taslam, the guy that plays Sub-Zero in um, the Mortal Kombat reboot and he was in Fast 6? Oh, The Night Comes For Us. The Night Comes For Us or movies like The Raid, Redemption and stuff like that. You know, I feel like a lot more American action films definitely definitely need the right fight choreographers behind them because we don't always want to see, you know, motion capture dots on on stunt actors to make it look like it's all right. Like, for example, man, I know I know Vin Diesel's a certain age 
And I know Vin Diesel is not going to do certain stunts, but it does bother me when Vin Diesel is doing these these uh, these choreographed fight sequences in the Fast and Furious movies, and then the face looks a little sketchy. But I know what it is. I know it's a stunt double with motion capture dots, and they're they're CG. There's CG and Vin Diesel's face onto it. We did this. We saw the same thing in Bad Boys for Life, where uh, you know Will Smith's Mike Lowry character is hunting down Jacob's Scipio's uh, character, his son, and they're fighting on that rooftop. And you can tell that it's it's CG rendering done to the face, and that's cool, man. They do that a lot of times, most of the times for insurance purposes, so the actors don't get hurt. And I definitely understand that. But um, like movies like this. If you go online and watch these training sequences with Keanu Reeves, he's really doing a lot of this shit, man. Same thing with Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible movies. And I feel like a lot of American action movies definitely could take notes on that type of shit, man. You don't really... You, it depends on how you plan these scenes out. You know, you don't want Keanu Reeves jumping off a cliff while he's shooting somebody in midair, you know, on some fucking Clive Owen shoot him up fake ass shit. Like, I, listen, I hate that goddamn movie. We're not even going to go there. But you want to choreograph a scene where you can have Keanu Reeves pull this off. You know, you at, you come to him and ask him, like, yo, you think you could do this? Sure, I can do it. Like, let's see. Um, But uh, listen, man, I say all that to say this. Just to simplify everything, this movie looks great. The action looks fucking amazing. Um... And the dogs are back in here, or at least one of them. Does that mean Holly Berry's coming back? Because if Holly Berry's coming back, that is a, 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 a definite, another reason for me to get excited for this. Because I thoroughly enjoy, I'm not going to say I fully gave up on Holly Berry, but when I saw her in John Wick Chapter 3, I was back on the Holly Berry train. And then that just got me pumped up, uh, you know, for to see what she was going to do next. And then she ended up doing Bruised. Um, a couple years after that, and I think that's uh, one of her best films of her career. So if we get Holly Berry back, I, I'm definitely cool with that. As long as, listen, you know who I don't want to see in this before we watch this trailer one more again? I don't want to see Ruby Rose. I don't, man. I'm sorry. I don't like Ruby Rose in anything she's in. I don't like her in John Wick 2. Uh, I don't like her in The Meg. I don't like her in Resident I mean, Resident Evil was cool because she, you know, she got sucked into that, that, that little windmill fan when they were in that maze or whatever it was, so that was, that was decent, I don't, and I didn't like her as, you know, Batgirl, I hate everything on the CW, but I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I, you know what, I did enjoy her and John Wick, because she didn't have any lines, and I felt like that was, that was, a uh, probably the best gesture they could have given her character, but, um, I, I don't want to see her again, because I think that, oh no, wait, did she die in John Wick 2? I'm confusing my goddamn self, people, and this is what I get for talking shit about people, I need to, I need to humble thyself. I think it was Common who they hinted at was still alive in the John Wick, you know, at the end of John Wick 2, because I think he stabs him on the train and then he leaves him there. He doesn't take the knife out. He leaves the knife in inside of him. Pause. And um, he just leaves him on the train. If we see Common back and he's got to like surgically have that knife attached to him, but he's like half cyborg or some shit. I don't know. I, I'd actually be cool with that if we seen Common back for it. But it's not a make or break thing, man. But let's watch. Um. Let's watch this one more again. This goes out to you, Mr. This is listen, this is the new thing, people. These hip hop songs and these movies to get you gassed up, and I feel like sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm cool with this one. Because John Wick, if there's one thing he got, he got himself a gun. Challenge him to single combat. If you win. This chick, whoever she is, just stabbing that motherfucker while he's crawling up those steps. God.
Jesus! Scott Atkins in the fat suit, man. That desert sequence is going to be fucking bananas. Oh my god, man. The dog's looking up like, did I do good? Did I do good? Do I get a treat? Um, Let me say this about Scott Atkins. I, I like Scott Atkins, man. When I found out Scott Atkins was about to play... Um, Batman, Bruce Wayne, and uh, Batman v Superman. I was like, listen, Ben Affleck is is this generation's Batman, I believe. But um, when I saw Scott Atkins audition tape, I was like, yo, that would have been. He's he's a martial artist already, so you're already halfway home. If you could pull off the Bruce Wayne shit and pull off the shit underneath the cape and cow, then you are home free. That's a that's an entire home run right there. And it's crazy that he didn't get to um I feel like in an alternate universe somewhere he can still play Batman. But um I didn't even realize when I did my commentary for Day Shift that Scott Atkins was one of those Russian brothers in that in the house sequence where they're fighting the vampires. It's the best sequence in the entire movie, definitely the highlight. Um, and Scott Atkins, I had first, uh, gotten familiar with him in this movie called The Tournament. It wasn't in the theaters, it was like a straight-to-DVD film with Ving Rhames, um, Kelly Who, Robert Carlyle from 28, 28 Weeks Later, and, um, <clears throat> I can't remember who else was in there. I want to say the guy from, uh, was it Vampire Diaries? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was, it was a pretty decent cast, but... And the, the little hamster guy that's always jumping off the shit that was in uh, the Casino Royale opening sequence, he's in there too. Um, it's a, it's pretty like it's a pretty cool movie that that I'm talking about with Scott Atkins, uh, the tournament. It was like a like a death match type of thing. Everybody has to kill each other off, and the last man standing gets their freedom, prison sentence taken off, whatever the hell it was. Um, it's kind of like uh, the, the the Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin, only better. But uh, yes, yeah, uh, Scott Atkins. I, I say all that to say this. I got sidetracked for a little bit. I, Scott Atkins is in a fat suit in this movie. I don't want to hear nobody say shit else about Vinnie Jones having a fat suit in X-Men 3, The Last Stand. First of all, I love that movie, and I'll take practical over CG any day. That's one of the reasons why I love that juggernaut over the juggernaut they showed in uh, Deadpool 2. But Scott Atkins, I wonder, like, is, is, he, is he on his way to becoming, like, this character actor? And, excuse me, if so, I think that's, that's pretty cool. I just... I saw him in the fat suit, and I didn't think that was him at first because I posted um, the character posters for John Wick 4 yesterday. And uh, was it yesterday? It was either yesterday or the day before. I posted a bunch of the posters, and I left some people out because I'm like, eh. And then when I saw that, that, that fat guy on one of the posters, I'm like, is that who I think it is? And I said, yeah, I'm not posting this because it looks ridiculous. He looks like, like a, a Marvel villain or somebody from a TV sitcom or something like that, like a TV show, some type of fucking uh, a mafia villain or something from a video game. And I'm like, I'm not posting this. And uh, I, I don't know who he's playing here, but I'm very certain he's going to die. And I'm very certain that it's going to be painful because he just looks like an obnoxious character. And I think I was talking over, you know, whatever line he delivered in the trailer. 
But I just already know he's going to be that obnoxious character you can't wait to see. He looks like if the guy from Thinner, you know, when he was all fat and shit, if he was like a, just a, just an obnoxious spaghetti-eating goon for the most part. That's exactly who Scott Atkins looks like in that fat suit. But um, all in all, people, this, this like I said, the action, it, it intensifies every time. It ups the ante every time. And big shout-out to... First of all, is this going to be the last John Wick movie? And... I'm asking because I don't know if Keanu Reeves is solely dedicated to playing John Wick for the remainder of his career. I don't know if Keanu Reeves feels like at this point in his career he doesn't want to get typecast because John Wick is so popular and is such an effective character and such an effective series overall that everything I see Keanu Reeves in from that first John Wick on, he is John Wick. I watched The Matrix Resurrections, and I am not a big Matrix fan at all. Uh, I, I, I like the courtyard sequence in the second movie, and I love the fight sequence in the rain in the third movie. But overall, I do not really care for those movies. I enjoyed the fourth movie a lot. But being as though that same hairstyle, that same beard, um, I, I see Neo as John Wick. It felt like a, you know, like a, like a... A, a fucking vortex of a timeline I was caught in and I felt like John Wick got trapped into the Matrix and you know even something like Bill and Ted face the music I've never fully watched that movie but watching the trailers and clips even though he doesn't have a beard he does I don't think he has any facial hair at all in that movie he still he still seems like John Wick like just maybe John Wick just got high and he got drunk and then he linked up with an old you know old childhood friend and they just went on this crazy adventure or some shit I don't know what Keanu Reeves has planned for. The, oh, I also know that Keanu Reeves, they just greenlit a sequel to Constantine. Constantine, I know there's a big fan base for that. Uh, I, I am not one of those fans. I remember seeing Constantine one time back in the day when it came out and I wasn't really I wasn't really sold on it. I remember somebody getting like black lungs or black ribs ripped out of their chest. And I remember somebody drinking like invisible alcohol in like a convenience store and, and drowning themselves in it. It's, it's very little things I remember about that movie, and that says a lot about my lack of excitement for it. But I'm glad that some people are excited for um, Constantine 2. I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't know um, what DC is, is planning for that. I do know that Warner Brothers and DC definitely said that that movie, Constantine 2, is a priority for them to get made and get released on time. Um, but as far as, you know, wh where Keanu Reeves goes with the rest of his career, I, I don't know. Like, is this the last John Wick movie? If so, can we can, can we send him to space? Can we put him through another dimension? And like, can we can we just go crazy, <laughs> you know, and and just go out with a bang? Or if not, are we setting things up for John Wick Chapter five? I'm cool if they keep going with this series. But if this is the last one, like I wanted to. Like, I don't even expect it to be emotional. I just want it to be a bloody good time. I want it to be a fucking bloody mess of a extravaganza that that we've, you know, gotten accustomed to with these John Wick movies, man. Other than that, the movie looks great. Uh, I love the casting additions. And like I said, I can't wait to see what, uh, what Skarsgård does here, man. I want them, Clancy Brown, I don't want him to be that imposing guy that just stands around. I don't want him to be that because that's what he looks like he's, he is going to be. Um, and that one, that one frame I did see him in, uh, in, in the trailer, I think that I forgot who's in the scene, but Clancy Brown is definitely just standing there in this like symmetrical looking shot. And he's just in the middle of the table while two people are talking. I don't want him to be that guy. Like, please don't, please don't put Clancy Brown in this fucking movie as a prop. 
Like, don't be like, hey, guys, it's the dad from the Nightmare on Elm Street remake in Pet Cemetery 2. Here he is. Here he is. Don't do that. Don't do that. He deserves so much better than that. He's a way better actor than just throwing him in a movie, um, you know, just for, for the sake of his presence, man. I feel like that's something that they did a lot with Bruce Willis uh, in the in the later years of his uh, in his career. Speaking of which, man, I just saw Demi Moore, uh, like before I did this trailer action, Demi Moore and Rumor, Rumor Willis had posted something about Bruce Willis's medical condition, man, and big prayers up to him. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to spread any false information and say, uh, the wrong disease that he has, but it is something that is definitely going to affect his communication skills and just any type of disease is bad in general, man. And I feel like it's, 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 um, it was a, not a good segue because it's kind of sad to talk about, but it's a segue nonetheless, because Bruce Willis, you know, while we're talking about John Wick chapter four here, Bruce Willis is a action star that, you know, laid the bricks for later action stars. You know, I feel like had we not had John McClane, maybe we wouldn't have John Wick, man. So with that being said, you know, big prayers up for Bruce Willis, man, hoping for any type of recovery, any type of great progress. And um, yeah, people didn't mean to end it on like a, on a sad note, man. I'm trying to uplift and, you know, put the prayers up, man, as we always should. But y'all already know where to go, man. Y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public Podcast. Podbean and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last, but certainly not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. I don't know if I said this um, towards the end of my last episode, but uh, I definitely had to change. I, I remember saying something along the lines of, you know, the link in the bio being a little fucked up or it was on the fritz or whatever it was. So what I do now is, uh, and I started doing that this morning, I just dropped like probably four episodes back to back that I was backed up on. And um, I, I dropped them, you know, via Spotify link. So if anybody is curious or if anybody was trying to access, you know, excuse me, the, uh, the, the podcast through my, uh, the, the link in my Instagram bio, then I definitely changed it this morning to, uh, a link that goes to the Spotify to the reviews page. So, um, y'all can definitely check that out, man. I don't know what it is with that anchor link, but just to be on the safe side, I don't want anybody to, you know, have any technical difficulties while they're trying to get to, um, you know, trying to get to the podcast. And another, that's another reason why, you know, my page is public is because if anybody, if, if you guys don't do anything, then uh, I definitely want people to click that link, man, and check out the podcast because, you know, it, it pissed me off royally when somebody was like, yeah, man, I keep clicking on the link and it's sending me to this page with no content. And I, I, I'm telling y'all, man, my heart dropped. I was like, listen, if they fucking, if, if they got rid of the show, like, did I get canceled? Did I say the wrong thing? Did they dig up like an old episode where I said some crazy shit? I don't know. But, um, yeah, nonetheless, man, it, it is definitely the Spotify link now. So y'all should be able to access the podcast with no problems. But, uh, that's, you know, that's just in case y'all were curious about that, man. And y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, Yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.